And hello everybody, this is Fantasy Football presented by Rich Sports Talk. When we're looking at the waiver wire in week five, there's a lot of things to take into account. Buys, injuries, but let's look at some players who are flying under the radar who can help you win, not only in week five, but moving forward throughout the rest of the season. Starting with the quarterbacks. What if I was to tell you that one of the top 10 fantasy quarterbacks is only owned in 32% of leagues and has a great matchup this weekend? That would be Jacoby Brissett of the Indianapolis Colts, who has eight touchdowns and two interceptions this year. Look, he hasn't been a guy that's going to light up the scoreboard and hasn't had a truly big breakout game, but his biggest play is consistency. You know what you're going to get out of him. Probably two touchdowns, maybe a turnover, but around a little over 200 yards. But he has a great matchup this week against the Kansas City Chiefs, who have surrendered nine touchdowns in four games to passers. This is not only a great matchup, but this is a quarterback who has been consistent and is getting better in this offense. This could be a sleeper quarterback that could help you win your leagues, and especially when we're looking at an epidemic of injuries, striking some of the best fantasy quarterbacks in football. If you're struggling at the quarterback position or just want some consistency over the next couple weeks, Jacoby Brissett could be a valuable addition during this waiver wire pickup. But are you feeling a bit risky? If you are, Jameis Winston could be your cup of tea. Now, I know for many fantasy owners, he has been infuriating with great games followed by duds. And it shows being only owned in 43% of leagues. And I understand he is maddening. But right now, he has the hot hand. No quarterback has had more fantasy points over the past two weeks. And he has an inviting matchup with the New Orleans Saints around the corner. But the biggest thing is, has Winston this offense found its groove? You have an offensive coach in Bruce Arians who loves to throw the football and throw it deep. And it looks like this offense has found the recipe for success. Getting the ball deep to Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. This football team has been playing better, especially the offense. And against a good Rams defense, they just put up 55 points. Could this be Jameis Winston's coming out party? And could he find consistency? This could be a risk worth taking. If Jameis Winston finally has found a groove, and if this is anything like he could be for the rest of the season, he could be a steal and help you potentially win your league. So let's go to the running back position now. This is a really difficult position this time of year with buys and injuries. But one guy available is Ronald Jones, averaging 70 yards on the ground over the last two games. Even though Tampa is a running back by committee, their offense has been red hot. And considering that he's only owned in 40% of leagues and is trending toward being the number one back in Tampa Bay, he could be worth a flyer. Don't forget in fantasy football, and I'll say this a lot in this episode, volume is key. And getting a potential number one running back on a team at this point of the season is incredibly rare, and Ronald Jones could be a nice sneaky find. But what if you're in a deeper league? Well, Jalen Samuels of Pittsburgh could be a nice little pickup too. He's only owned in about 6% of leagues and had a breakout game on Monday night against the Bengals. Now, for people worried about this being a one-off, you also saw the Pittsburgh offense really change its identity, doing more trick plays and getting the running backs involved. Don't forget, this is an offense that has a young quarterback. They're going to need to run the ball and get these running backs their touches. And on top of that, James Conner has not had the same year he did last year. So Jalen Samuels could be a sneaky guy to get more touches in the coming weeks. And especially in a PPR league and in deeper leagues, he could be a nice reserve player that could be a potential breakout candidate late in the season, especially if Conner gets hurt. Even though he doesn't have a great matchup this weekend, a long-term pickup could be Chris Thompson, especially in a PPR league. 
He is owned in 64% of leagues, but if he is available and if you are in a PPR league, I highly recommend picking him up. With the move to a rookie quarterback, check down running backs increase in value. And Chris Thompson is clearly the number one pass catching back in that backfield. But also, he's getting more playing time, getting more snaps over the coming weeks, and part of it is because of Adrian Peterson. Peterson is only averaging 10 touches per game over his the last three games and averaging 2.7 yards per carry. I expect Thompson to get a bigger role, and given that the Redskins have a terrible defense, he will be on the field in a lot more passing situations, and once again will have more volume. And with a young rookie quarterback who looks for tight ends and running backs to check it down, Thompson could be a sneaky ad, especially if he's available in your leagues. Kansas City has the best offense in football. I don't think anyone would debate that. But Darrell Williams could be a key pickup player. He's still available in more than 50% of leagues, and here's the biggest reason why I would highly invest in Darrell Williams. Even though this is a running back by committee and there are injuries, I would look at Williams just simply because he's the healthiest back in that backfield and has been very valuable in both the run and pass game the past two weeks. But one thing to really consider if you want him on your bench is this. Kansas City really doesn't have a true running back, and they never did coming into this season. And if Williams continues to be the hot hand, it's not out of the question that he could be the number one option out of the backfield for Kansas City as the season progresses. And while it could be a nice week five play, this could also be a nice potential down the road play for you. For deep leagues, especially at the wide receiver position, I would take a flyer on Dontrell Inman of the Los Angeles Chargers and is owned in less than 3% of leagues. With the injury epidemic that's been going on with the Chargers receivers, Inman stepped right in last week and had 5 catches and 76 yards. Looking like the injuries will maintain for at least another week, Inman could be a valuable play, especially if you're in a 12-16 team league and you're desperate for a flex player to good wide receiver matchup. Keep an eye on Inman, because if you really need a wide receiver, he could be a nice little pickup for you and could be a nice little flex play or wide receiver 3 or 4 value for the upcoming week. In PPR leagues, I highly recommend trying to get Buffalo Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley. Beasley hasn't found the end zone. He has been targeted 23 times over the past two weeks. Without a really great tight end, he is the clear checkdown option. And with Matt Barkley stepping in at the quarterback, and even when Josh Allen returns, it's clear that Beasley is one of their top go-to targets. While he will eventually find the end zone, even if he doesn't find the end zone, the fact that he is a guy that you can look to get six catches a week for 60 yards in a PPR league is valuable, especially if you need a flex play. Muhammad Sanu is owned in 35% of leagues, and while there are a lot of mouths to feed on that Atlanta offense, he has been a focal point in their offense, especially over the last couple of games. In 2019, he's had no fewer than six targets a game. That's a lot for a wide receiver, and with this team, they have a terrible defense and have to pass the football a lot. So Sanu will get his volume. Don't forget, a lot of teams, they're looking to try to take out Calvin Ridley. They're trying to put people over on Julio Jones. So what does that do? It opens it up for Muhammad Sanu. Now, there definitely is a ceiling to him. But if you need a wide receiver and you're looking for consistency in your passing game, Muhammad Sanu could be a very nice pickup in any league that you are in. And finally, for wide receivers, Geronimo Allison. And this is very key, because Devontae Adams is likely out for the Cowboys, according to reports. That means that Allison becomes the number two option. But here's the real key to this. We all know that Packers wide receivers get good targets, and they, of course, get good value with Aaron Rodgers. But especially in the Cowboys, who have a lockdown corner, 
being the number two option in that offense means he might get more targets. I wouldn't be shocked if Allison could get between 7 to 10 targets in this game against Dallas. And because of that volume right there and the fact that he is widely available in over 50% of leagues is a big reason why Allison should be a hot target on the waiver wire this week. Now for the tight ends, I have a bit of a secret. Do you want to keep a secret from the rest of the fantasy owners in your league? Listen, if you have a roster opening and especially a backup tight end that you really need that could potentially be a good starter for the second half of the season, look at Chris Herndon this week. Yes, he still has a one-game suspension and will not be able to play in week five, but he will be back in week six, right around the time that Sam Darnold is expected to come back for the New York Jets. Get ahead of the curve here, especially in a depleted tight end market. Look, Herndon last year was targeted 56 times and had four touchdowns, and especially later in the season. When you look at Adam Gase's offense, they have not been aggressive down the field, and Sam Darnold had checked it down in that first week to Jameson Crowder 14 times in that game. It shows that he doesn't trust his offensive line, and because of that, the intermediate options like a Herndon, like a slot receiver, become more valuable in the Jets' offense. Look, no one's thinking about Chris Herndon right now, and I'm guaranteeing you he's probably available in your league. Because of this, you can get him when no one else is paying attention. And then in two weeks, if he's your starter, people can say, wait a minute, where did he come from? With the tight end market the way it is, you need guys that are going to get targets. And when Herndon returns to this Jets offense, there's no question he will be one of the favorite targets for Sam Darnold. Do you need a good matchup play this week? Now, hold that with me. Yes, the Bengals were terrible on Monday night. I get that. Yes, Tyler Eifert hasn't been a great tight end this year. But if you really need a good matchup, especially if you have a tight end on the bye, Eifert might be a flyer player this week to put into your lineup. Why? Because he's going against the Arizona Cardinals defense. This is a defense that surrendered the most points to tight ends of any football team this year. It's going to be a high passing game and volume for Andy Dalton, especially against this Cardinals offense. So expect Eifert to get his fair share of targets, especially in the red zone. Don't forget, Greg Olson last week had under three points, but the week before against this defense, he had two touchdowns and over 100 yards. Eifert could be a sneaky play at tight end, especially if you're desperate. And here's the thing, I understand you might be worried about his points, but always try to play the matchups in fantasy football. And for tight ends... This could be the best one of the weekend. So you still need a starter? How about Jack Doyle, owned in under 21% of leagues? The big reason I'm looking at Doyle this week is his snap count. He outsnapped Eric Ebron last week for Indianapolis. The other big reason is because Ebron's had a problem with the drop sees this year. So Doyle could be working his way into the number one tight end position in Indianapolis. He had his most targets last week of the season. But more importantly, look at the matchup. Kansas City, probably going to be a very high-scoring game, and because of that, there will be more passing volume. Doyle might not be a guy you want to hold on for to for the entire season, but if you need a spot starter, he could be a nice one here on the Week 5 waiver wire. And that's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We are available wherever podcasts are available for streaming. Make sure to check us out and like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. And, of course, you can reach out to us and ask fantasy questions on our Twitter page at Rich Sports Talk, Rich Sports Talk on Facebook, and, of course, our email, richsportstalk at gmail.com. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.